0: Nikki and Spencer is still having fun training for the week so here I am again on my own uh, but this time with the news of the week Uh, so if you could just be in prayer for Spencer Uh, he's let me know he's not feeling very well Um, he's just not a hundred percent not too bad but just hopefully he doesn't start feeling worse so just pray for him because he still has Several days left of being out in the field. Um, He did say that his arm is feeling better, so that's good. It's not 100% better, but it's healing, it seems. So praise God for that. Um, So just let us know if you have any prayer needs, and we will pray for you too. Uh, Let us know on our Discord group, and also uh, let us know of any praise reports. And don't forget to give us a like on YouTube and subscribe to our channel um so we may not be back next week um if spencer's back in time we just want to do our 99th episode together and then you might take a break after that and just prepare for our 100th episode so just want to give you guys a heads up about our, our new schedule so this week has been pretty eventful in the news um And I'm just going to get into the first article here. Uh, Here we go. All right, so it reads, uh, Disney removes Simpsons episode mocking Chinese censorship in Hong Kong. And it reads, Disney has removed an episode of The Simpsons that mocks Chinese censorship from its streaming service in Hong Kong. On Disney Plus in Hong Kong, the um, the Simpsons' 16th season jumps from episode 11 to 13. Episode 12, which aired in 2005, tells the story of Homer taking his family to China to visit uh, Tiananmen Square. In the episode, the Simpson family comes across a placard that reads, On this site in 1989, nothing happened. And if you know what happened, I mean, I guess you can get the humor in that. But, uh, yeah, the Chinese uh, government is not very happy finding out about that. So I guess it's just removed. um, I guess I don't have Disney+. Plus. I didn't check it. But uh, I, I think it's just in China that it's removed from their Disney+. Uh, Disney Plus, Um, so I just I just noticed similar things happening here in the U.S. Uh, I'm sure everybody can see similarities in us becoming more like communist China. Uh, Our country is on the same path. You know, we're tearing down statues because history offends, and well, that same history is going to repeat itself if we forget the history. And I was just wondering, I wonder what what Communist China wants the people to forget. Because uh, the people there, they actually don't even know about that event. Um, I was just watching some news videos on it and some reporters there were asking people if they if they've heard of it, if they even know of it, and they were showing them pictures. And they actually, some of the people, the younger ones, don't really know about the event. It really has just been hidden, like they're hiding history. And I'm just wondering if they want the people to forget that it happened. Like, why um, do they not want, want their people to know what they're capable of when they all stand together? Uh, the authorities took extreme measures to keep people in line. Is that what they're trying to hide? Or are they more concerned that the people actually took a stand? Um, and they almost had victory. So... Yeah, that's something I think that needs to be remembered, that the people do have a say, and when they come together, they can make a difference, and I know it was a almost victory, but they don't want that to go further. They don't want that to happen again, and there'll be a victory, of course. Um, so I, th- I think that's what they want to hide more so. Um, they just don't want people to know what they're capable of c- accomplishing when they stand together, but... You also can't be ignorant of the government's length they'll go to stop them. So they can learn about it and hear um, that their government will murder people to get them in line, but like I said, I think it's that they don't want people to know what they're capable of doing. If they want to stand against the government, they can accomplish what they want. So would our government do the same our government uses uh, the media to hide truth already. We all know that. We've all experienced censorship, I'm sure. Uh, freedom of speech is being taken away through our main means of communication in this day. Everybody uses um, Facebook and Twitter and and whatnot, but we know we know things are censored. And there's articles I've even gone back to try to find, and they disappear. But that's been going on for a while. So they give you a plat- a platform and then they take away your uh, rights on that platform so they can control you easier. In China, though, you actually go to a physical jail for speaking your opinion. But in America, you just get banned from socializing online. So the real world isn't the online world anyways. We know we need to fight real uh, real wars offline so big deal when you get kicked off let them have their platform and go and do something that matters like those students those students in china that protested for weeks because that's what's really going to make a difference is getting off your butt off your computer and quit arguing with people online like we can share articles all day long but that's not what's going to bring any kind of freedom Um, but we need to make people aware, but that can't be the only way we make people aware. I don't know. I think we need to do something different to open people's eyes, you know? I don't know. It's like we're fighting all these battles online and it's just, it's just fruitless. It's, it's not our territory. We don't control it. It's just silly to be fighting on, on these platforms and trying to open people's eyes. It's just, I don't know. It just seems like a, like a waste, um, So could we handle anything worse than just being kicked off uh, media sites for a time? Like that's our punishment. Can we handle anything worse than that? Because that's not that serious really. Uh, Nobody is coming to your door and literally locking you up for you speaking your opinion online. But since we see this is the direction we are headed, Uh, Concerning other forms of freedom, too, like not having freedom over wearing a mask or being injected in order to keep your job. Uh, We see Americans everywhere is giving in and and not fighting at all. Uh, And it's really frightening seeing how weak we are and how we love uh, security over freedom. And I was just thinking the most frightening thing to witness uh, would be Seeing Christians give up their true freedom uh, in Christ when confronted with a choice over worldly freedom versus spiritual freedom. And while it's good to fight for the good of society, uh, let's not forget uh, to obey the commandments of God, to love our neighbor, um, love our enemies, and and pray for them as well. Um, So all good things are given to us by God, and there is a time. And there's a season for every nation and if we do end up losing our nation you know to communism like china's in uh let's hold on to our freedom in christ which will be all the more precious to us in in a dark time as our brothers and sisters in china are going through now and if god gives them strength to endure their hardships uh, he'll also give us the strength so we should fight for our country uh, but be more ready to fight for your faith to endure we're preparing It's like we're preparing more for we fight more for our freedoms we're being lazy about those but we're also being lazy not preparing to endure what matters more is really holding on to our faith so I think just reading this article how christians should view it uh view it that way we need to see everything with spiritual eyes well like i said everything is good and it's from god and the blessings that we have in this country still are from god and we should praise him for those good things but but our faith is more important and are we going to stand are we going to fight the good fight of faith that's the question so moving on to the next article this one uh, is from Yahoo it reads parents of teen uh, of teen suspect in Michigan school shooting charged with involuntary manslaughter Now I know many of you have heard this story already. Uh, another school shooting uh, I guess it's been a while we have a this one I had a lot of questions on. I'm gonna scroll down. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'm gonna get to the part where... There was some new information that I hadn't uh, read yet. So I'll just start here. On November 21st, uh, McDonald said, a teacher at Oxford High School observed Ethan searching online for ammunition with his cell phone during class and reported it to school officials who informed Jennifer Crumley, that's the mom, but received no response from either parent. The same day, McDonald said, Jennifer Crumley exchanged text messages with her son about the reported incident, including one that read, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. Well, that one was in regards to him, yeah, just getting caught being on his phone looking up ammunition. On the morning of the shooting, A teacher saw a note on Ethan's desk, including a drawing of a semi-automatic handgun next to the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me, and a bullet below the words, blood everywhere. The note also included drawings of figures with gunshot wounds, as well as the phrases, my life is useless and the world is dead. And that's really sad. Um, I'm just going to continue reading uh, a little more, and then I'll I'll share my thoughts at the end. So I just wanted to get all this out here because I'm going to discuss. So the teacher was so alarmed, she took a photo of the note with her cell phone. Jennifer and James Crumley were immediately summoned to the school. McDonald said, uh, oh, and a school counselor pulled Ethan from class to meet with his parents. Ethan removed the note from his backpack, but it had already been altered with images of a gun and disturbing phrases scratched out, McDonald said. School officials told Jennifer and James Crumley that they were required to find counseling um, for their son within 48 hours. McDonald said both parents failed to ask their son if he had his gun with him and did not inspect his backpack. Prosecutors believe that the gun he allegedly used in the shooting was in his backpack at the meeting. Jennifer and James Crumley resisted the idea of their son leaving the school at that time. They left the school and he returned to the classroom. Hours later, amid news of an active shooter at the school, Jennifer Crumley texted her son, Ethan, don't do it. So the parents had bought him, had bought the gun for him, it seems. I think um, further up the article, I didn't read that part, but she had posted on she had posted on social media social media that they got him a gun and you know teaching him to shoot or whatever so he knew it was it was his gun that wasn't kept in his possession i guess it was kept in the house somewhere unlocked he knew where it was obviously um so i just have several questions uh knowing uh that he had recently been looking up ammunition at school and that it was reported to school officials why didn't they put two and two together after they saw the pictures that he drew and that those pictures said help me like he was contemplating murder but he didn't want to do it he wrote help me on the paper so nobody took him seriously that that was a cry for help and the school officials and his parents let him down and they let down the whole school it's just so odd that that he wasn't made to go home and be with his parents they like did they not believe that the pictures were like the pictures that the teacher took on her cell phone Did they deny that he drew those pictures because all he had in his backpack was those same pictures but scratched out? Um, So I don't know. That part is really unclear to me, like if the parents denied. I don't know if they denied. It didn't say, the article didn't say if they denied that he drew that, but the teacher knew and the officials knew. So why didn't they take that serious? I don't know. That's just very unclear. So his belongings should have been checked first thing. They didn't even check his backpack, any of his belongings when the parents were there. Nobody checked his stuff. That's just, just an odd thing. The parents hearing about a drawing where he's shooting people and not even thinking. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of holes. There's just a lot of questions. So I think the police should have been called immediately. I think that should have been number one in checking his that kid's belongings. Cause if he's saying help me, like that's just yeah, help him. Don't ignore the issue. So I'm just very disappointed in how how lightly this was taken. And I think the school officials are very much to blame and as well as the parents definitely and I can't just imagine if I was one of the parents of those kids who got murdered I'd be I'd be furious in the way that this part was handled because it could have easily been prevented uh, it could have easily been prevented it's just just such a shame so I don't know the kid's reason for doing this but he was obviously depressed which should be more Important of a matter than academics, he should have gone home. He was in an unhealthy state of mind. He needed to go home. He needed to get help immediately. So, staying staying at school was the worst decision that could have been made uh, for his sake and for the sake of others. Uh, mental health is most important. So, so many things wrong with this with this whole situation. I mean, if he went and hung out with the counselor, even the counselor. Didn't, I don't know, it's like nobody helped at all. It's just really odd. But I know we can get really upset and just let all our anger out online, arguing with each other and getting upset at the way somebody else is directing their anger. That's just not the way we should handle this as Christians. It's it's a tragedy. It is something that causes anger and frustration we can think on those things but we need to react in a godly way about it we can have an anger about it but not sin in our anger so we can't get caught up in the stone throwing and make this it's going to get made into a second amendment issue that's the way that's just the way it goes but the fact is that parents lost their children and we should all be mourning with them and praying for them and all who are hurting so we can look to this and we can see the things that were done wrong and blame but in order to fix uh, the way things like this are handled in the future that's that's what we need to get out of it we need to look at and see how could we handle this better in the future because we know this isn't the last time this is going to happen and it is crazy because we know there's been a lot of other school shootings and it's upsetting that this is how how it was handled. It could have been prevented and it does it does frustrate you, make you angry. But how does how does the world handle the news like this? Like I said, people are just going to get online and argue with each other and they say the most condemning things and are full of hatred. They don't mourn. Uh, They just condemn. And it's a tragedy, and this is a result of living in sin in a a cursed world. The fruit of all sin is death, and that's what this is all about. Of course, we can't prevent every tragedy from happening. Um, Like I said, this one seems like it could have been prevented, but because people are not perfect and make mistakes and even ones – I don't know, maybe just they just didn't care enough. They didn't take it serious enough. Um, That's also part of the curse of sin. People overlook things or they just don't care enough. Uh, They're just, I don't know, you can't just be mad at one person. It could have been prevented. But people are foolish and people are careless as a result of the curse of sin as well. People are blind to truth, um, even though even though all the signs are literally like screaming at you. People can still be blind to the truth. So it's hard to know the why for all the horror done on Earth. Uh, we don't know every person's intentions, but this kid definitely led his intentions made known, and he asked for help. So. What do we do? We can pray for him and for all those involved who are hurting. I'm sure there's going to be, this is going to be an ongoing thing. This isn't the last that we hear of this. I'm sure more will come out because there's a, like I said, there's a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions. Um, so only God has the power to change hearts and forgive sins. So let's remember, uh, if it wasn't for the hand of God holding us back from our wickedness, We are capable of these things and worse. So this is the fruit of sin, and sin gives birth to death, is what the scriptures tell us. So moving on to the next article. This is the last one I'm going to talk about. This is from Yahoo News. Justice's abortion remarks, Is it time to overturn Roe? The Supreme Court uh, heard arguments in which it was asked to overturn a nationwide right to abortion that has existed for nearly 50 years. Um, It says, but during nearly two hours of arguments on Wednesday, conservative justices indicated they had questions about the court's current abortion framework. The justices were being asked to overrule the two seminal decisions in the context of a Mississippi law that bans abortion after 15 weeks. The courts Roe and Casey precedent say a state can regulate but not ban abortion before the point of viability at about 24 weeks. All six consecutive justices, including three appointed by former President Donald Trump, indicated they would uphold Mississippi's law. Chief Justice John Roberts... Um, called a 15-week ban not a dramatic departure from viability he said if you think that women should have a choice to terminate their pregnancy that supposes that there is a point at which they've had the fair choice opportunity to choice and why would 15 weeks be an inappropriate line Hmm. why would it be an inappropriate line because viability it seems to me doesn't have anything to do with choice But if it really is an issue about choice, why is 15 weeks not enough time? Hmm. And I think that is an excellent question. Um, Is it about choice or is it about viability? And we aren't a perfectly godly nation, but we do need to help in every way we can. It's not what we want. We want a 100% ban on abortion. But we know, again, the issue is sin. We can't change hearts of wicked people, but we can pray for laborers to go out into the fields and reap any harvest that there is. We can make a difference um, helping an expecting mother who might be scared um, of her situation by having a baby. But I think if we have opportunity to fight even small battles to save a few, it's a very noble cause to fight in. So we can't stop fighting for what, for what is good, even in a world that's so dark. So we have to hope in God and because he's still going to do mighty works among his remnant. So I'm just going to keep reading here. Where was it at? So. Justice Clarence Thomas suggested the right to abortion appears nowhere in the Constitution. If we were talking about the Second Amendment, I know exactly what we're talking about. If we're talking about the Fourth Amendment, I know what we're talking about. If we're talking about the Fourth okay. Because, oh, he says, I know what we're talking about because it's written. It's there. What specifically is the right here that we're talking about? I thought, that's another great question. Where in the Constitution is that right? So we still have our Constitution to live by and to uphold in this country. Let's not forget to look at it and also to God's word on how to live because they don't contradict. So reading these articles... um, I'm just thinking there's so many problems in the world and we need to remind ourselves and one another how to conduct ourselves as we have such a short time on this earth. So Christ came and he died for sinners and what we see is a world full of sinners and we act shocked that sinners do what sinners do best, they sin, and even in the most wicked of ways. So we can help by, you know, with changing laws and having programs for people who are depressed and in need in different ways. Those things are good and helpful to an extent, but are not answers to the root cause. So we should do, we should be praying and Doing what we can to help, because God has given us this this country, and I think it's right to fight to keep what He has given us. I think that is, uh, I think honestly, that's a Christian thing to do. That we shouldn't just take a blessing and just let it go, just let it slip through our fingers. So I just kind of want to end on. Um, some scripture here, James 2, uh, 15 through 17, just talking about, you know, I was just thinking how a lot of Christians just, just pray and do nothing and then they just sit online and argue. <laughs> but I think we can do practical things. So I was just thinking on this scripture. So James 2, uh, 15 through 17, Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes or daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. So we can keep arguing and getting angry on social media and it's just, it's fruitless. Nobody does anything about it. It just stirs up emotions and divides people and these are all real issues and, and and we know this is just a just a drop in the bucket of all the problems that are going on in the world but this is what's in our face this is what is given to us <laughs> to know about <laughs> this is what's allowed um, we, we look at it and we Can think um, what can we do practically and we should pray. Like I said, do both and don't get angry. Don't sin in your anger. Don't waste time. Don't waste time fighting, uh, condemning people especially because that's what's going to go on. There's going to be a lot of hatred stirred up in people's hearts over, over these. So my main thing is just not worrying because we know how everything ends. um, And our main concern should always be people's souls sharing the gospel. And we can clearly see the need for salvation in the world. So we have the solution, but we need to bring it. So that's all I got for you guys today. God bless.